Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is Claire Boss Scott. Claire's a global customer service guru, CX expert, speaker, mystery shopping and customer experience franchiser, and more. Claire comes on her show today to talk with us about how she thinks about customer experience and customer service. Claire has also been nominated as a global customer service guru by globoguru.org. Claire's also a keynote speaker and franchiser, and she's going to talk with us today about her business and her books and writings. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome Claire Bosk Scott to the CX Chronicles podcast. Freshdesk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations, resolve your customer issues, support your customer across all channels, and increase your team's productivity. Check out Freshdesk at freshdesk.com today. So guys, Claire and I have had a, a couple awesome chats over the last couple of weeks leading up to the show, and uh, it's I, I was super excited to have Claire on because she's in a very similar boat um, as me in terms of constantly thinking about customer experience, constantly thinking about customer service efforts, working with all sorts of awesome companies and clients to help them think about how they can do that. So Claire, again, I'm just, I'm just really pumped that you're on the show today. Um, I'd love for you to start off by, by, by taking, um, you know, five to 10 minutes to tell us about your customer experience and service journey. How did you get into this? How did you get to where you are today? Well, I guess I kind of grew up in it, actually, <laughs> because uh, my my parents had a restaurant. So uh, my dad decided to open a restaurant uh, in the south of France. So uh, well, I was born in Paris, but we decided to move in the south of France uh, when I was probably about seven or eight. So from that age, I was carrying plates around a restaurant and I just loved the interaction that I had with people um, and I guess when you're in that environment, you just love it or hate it. And I, and I just loved yeah. it. I loved being there, chatting, making people happy, making them feel comfortable, seeing them coming back. And it's kind of how it, it all kind of started. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's funny. It's so many people that we chat with on the show, it, the folks like us that, that, that end up just loving the space and loving uh, working in the whole customer uh, you know, arena, we all started off super young with some type of some type of job or some type of situation that literally forced us to be working with people and working with customers early. I love mm. it. I love hearing that. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, so I kind of, when I, I'm following that, I did my catering school um, and then I knew I had to speak English better. So I wanted to find a job somewhere where I could, you know, in, improve my English so I could be a better team for my, you know, I could improve, develop better and further. So I find a job on a little island, which is right in the middle between France and England, okay. called Jersey. 
Awesome. Um, and I was when I was 18. So uh, a few years ago now. <laughs> uh, and I did uh, I did one summer season and then I did probably about um, ski resort in France and then summer in Jersey, which was really quite cool. Um, and after the three years, I went and did my first year with Disney World in, in Orlando. Awesome. Awesome. And I guess, yes, I think that was, I mean, I guess that was the, the ultimate kind of experience, the, the connection with the customer experience and what it really means. Uh, because obviously if there's one company who does it well, who does it absolutely spot on is Disney World and um, that connection with it and, and every step of the way, every customer journey, every touch point, every employee's um, training and, and, and the, the, whole, the, the whole setup of Disney was just quite incredible. I mean that sounds like an an, an amazing experience, and, and guys, just to just to add what what Claire's chatting with us about Disney Institute and some of these Disney um, uh, courses and summits are incredible places for customer leaders, customer focused leaders to mm -hmm. go get a, just a, an amazing amount of information. There's advisory services, there's professional development courses, there's summits. So Claire, the fact that you got to see some of that stuff early on and and, and be be up uh, up close and, and personal with it. That's awesome. That's a, mm. that had to have been a huge start to kick things off in terms of your CX uh, career. Yeah. And I think you never kind of lose it because you know you're so immersed into it. I mean, for a whole year, you are breathing and feeling and leaving the brand. You are you are part of that. You know. You are a team member. You are, you know, make feel that, you know, you are important as a, a, a team member to make this whole, you know, this whole, uh, this whole experience work. Without you, they couldn't do it. Um, and that's probably, you know, the, the main, the biggest principle that businesses really, really need to kind of refocus on if you have no employees if you have no customers you have no business yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> you know yep 100 percent. Uh, i couldn't agree more claire and i know that even even with a lot of the work that, that we do at cx chronicles we're constantly talking about internal customers and external mm. customers right absolutely. and we're constantly yeah. talking about that 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 push and that pull and that that just that yearning to be able to invest in both of those places and so many companies they only want to invest in the external customer and we yeah. both know that that's just not how that's not how it works you got to focus on your people and your team first and then that's how you're going to be able to create these amazing customer experiences totally totally yeah hey claire i have a question yeah. for you Tell me. Who is your favorite Disney character from your time from your time there at Disney? <laughs> well, it has to be the Beast. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. That's uh, we had Beauty and the Beast being in a French pavilion. Uh, Beauty and the Beast were our character. And you know when you sit down at lunch and you sit ne next to the Beast, it just, it's just an experience you never forget. <laughs> I bet. I like that. He's one of my favorites, too. That's a good one, Claire. Um, so, so that's awesome. I'm sorry. So keep going. So then... 
So then, um, after Disney, I kind of came back uh, back to England, um, and then I got married, and I had my first child, and then there was an opportunity to come back to Jersey to run a hotel as a manageress. Cool. Well, actually, cool. it was just a hotel. It was a hotel that I used to be a receptionist a few years before. Okay. So it was quite, you know, it was quite, um, yeah, quite spooky and a really great kind of. Uh, way to, to, to give me that, that chance to, to run the hotel. Yeah. Um, so I've been a hotel manager for probably about um, 10 years kind of things within that, you know, within Jersey. So um, I've worked in three different hotels at different levels, different kind of hotels, but still, you know, I'm that kind of um, receiving end of, of, the, of the service industry. Sure, yep. Um, and then about 10 years ago, now actually 10 years ago, exactly this year, um, I decided to kind of um, chuck everything. <laughs> nice. I was kind of getting separated at the time. So I chucked the job, I sold the house and I set up the business and the, everything wow. at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and it was to actually create a company here in Jersey, which measured customer service. I love it. So, Busy Quinby was born uh, as a mystery shopping company uh, because there was no one locally on my little island of nine miles by five miles <laughs> who was actually offering that service. Right. And wait, Claire, can you can you get into a little bit about what 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 is this mystery shopping? What exactly does it entail? Sure. So, mystery shopping is actually measuring customer service. So, whether you are going into a hotel, a restaurant, a retail, a call center, yep. you we can actually, we would create a questionnaire. We would work with, obviously, the team um, to get some objectives and what they're trying to achieve. And then we will go and send, you know, anonymous customers, which will feed back and give us some information back on what, what the service was like, um, what the ambiance was like, you know, how did they get treated. Um, so it's it's a really very, very powerful. So you talk about feedback, you know, yep. in your four pillars. Yep. And obviously, this is the ultimate feedback. 100%. If you can get feedback from your customers and feedback from an objective way yep. from somebody who's been given some specific questions to look for then you are able to first celebrate success because that's what we want we want to really kind of say yeah we're doing things really good yep. and we can identify opportunities where we can improve the service um, and improve that customer experience that makes such such good sense and, and mm. again it's very so so helpful for any business of any size in any industry to take that approach and to run with it. You have got to be collecting this feedback, measuring the results, understanding how you can inject it back into the, the top of your business or your product or your service offering. It's so, so key. It's so key. Absolutely. And I think for me, there's like kind of four steps to to, to that. You, you First, you need to assess assess what's going on in your business, assess your employees, assess your environment, assess your customers. Then you would de develop. So you can develop your strategy. You can develop new training. You can develop, you know, how that experience and that customer journey and that employee journey is all about. And then you can implement. So the saves three will be the kind of implementation or the training part of it. And the fourth and final step is the measurement. Yep. So you, when you've done those four steps, you can just 
start again. You assess, you develop something else, you implement it or train, and then you measure it again. And that's the way that, you know, for anything that you start doing, that's uh, really, that's four very powerful steps to, to make sure that you get it right. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that, again, it's one of those frameworks that w- will help any customer-focused business leader really try to uh, prioritize what they need to kind of focus on in front of them and how they can kind of help prep mm. the team to be ready to go for whatever that priority looks like. So I, I couldn't agree more, Claire. Claire, I'd love to ask you, uh, take a couple minutes to, um, as you're continuing to tell us more about your story and more about your business, one of the things that just comes to mind from something that you said is, of of those four CX success pillars, team, tools, process, and feedback, which of those four pillars do you find that in, in, in your time working with your clients and, and even just with all these awesome conferences and these speeches and, and some of the things that you're doing out there in the CX world, where do you kind of spend the most time talking about? Which are the pillars? Well, at first, it's, it's, it's very interesting because you would have asked me that question 10 years ago. I would have said, absolutely, feedback. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> no question about it. You can't, okay. you know, you can't manage if you don't if you don't measure and you know all that kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now I would probably now I would certainly put team first. You know, um, because you cannot run a business and you cannot expect your employees to perform if they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. You can't expect your team to be here and to go on a journey with you. If you don't inspire them and take them on that journey with you, you can't expect your employee to be engaged if you don't actually involve them into what you do. So the team will actually make your, it's like bloodstream, isn't it? It's like your blood cells, you know, your your white cells and your red cells, the, your employees are your white cells and then your customers are your red cells. And, you know, with putting, looking after both of them, you manage to have a healthy body. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love that analogy. I've never heard that before like that, Claire. That's good. <laughs> but but so, um, that, that, that so makes- it is important and the team... Um, very often, um, not very often, but often enough, get left behind, and then we wonder why we've got, you know, customer complaint increasing, we've got um, sickness increasing, we've got um, uh, measurements of mystery shopping results which are not right, we've got, you know, all sorts of social media damages because things are not going right within, so they're never going to be going right without. Yep. Yep. I think that's, that's exactly, that's exactly right. And again, that's one of the, the big reasons, Claire, why we, we put this show together was to hear from a number of different business leaders around how they make that whole clock tick and, and really what, what, what drives the, the, the interactions that they have each and every day with their customers to be as positive as possible, right? To create as many positive interactions and positive experiences. And again, the thing that I love about your message and the thing that I love about your business and what you help your customers with is really also focusing on the employees. Again, I, I, I th- you and I chatted about this um, just a few days back, but it's amazing how often you sit in these executive leadership team rooms and you're talking about customer, 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 which is great. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I love customers. You guys all know that. But but it's so funny how often you don't hear that same type of talk and that same type of focus and that t- same level of investment for the employee side. 
for the people that are literally going to serve those customers. And and again, I love that you know you're you you're you're constantly thinking about how you can sort of push on that on that envelope. It's it's huge. Sure, and and also more so, I think we we are entering into a new era, and there's no no. Uh, denying this you can't you know we have to become accountable for our environment for our people and for our customers so we can connect with them on an emotional level do you know there was there's a big there's a figure which i I use all the time 88 percent of people don't feel that they the organization they work for cares for them wow this is so absolutely incredible. That was yep. uh, there's a survey which was done by Deloitte, um, and then you wonder why you've got three out of four employees which are disengaged uh, in a work environment. How can that be? This is absolutely crazy, crazy figures, uh, and we need to. And this is where I'm, I'm coming now from um, from a point of view where we have to bring more care into our business. Yep. And to our businesses. Yep. So that's a fantastic uh, segue into the next thing that I'd love to chat with you about. Um, <laughs> I, I really would love to know more about your business specifically, right? Um, I would love to understand a little bit more about uh, the structure. Um, I'd love to understand a little bit more about some of your your customer, your common customer interactions, and really, Claire, I'd love for you to share um, with our listeners some of the awesome things that you guys are doing to sort of help businesses with thinking about this type of, of approach? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so kind of the business kind of 10 years ago was very focused on that mystery shopping. And then from, from the mystery shopping results, I never really found the businesses were kind of moving along as fast as I would like them yep. to improve. <laughs> um, so I kind of, you know, started asking them questions. And that's my kind of assessing. Assess your customers all the time. Ask, ask them all sorts of questions so they can tell you what they want or what they need from you. Um, and realizing that they just didn't have the time or they just didn't have the people or they just didn't have the knowledge on how to actually use some of those uh, that, that information. So I've started to come into on board with the, the businesses and actually we looked at the results together. We could start analyzing it. We could start looking at what's right and what is not so right. And we can start really kind of empowering managers to take up responsibilities to to, to, to do something different, to look at it and how can we improve that area? How can we do this even better? How can we constantly kind of look outside the box and think how can we, you know, create better experiences? So the the, the whole idea of, of that consultancy then came and, and we we're just realizing that a lot of the businesses don't, they, they have the staff and they're kind of telling them how to work the till but they don't necessarily ever, ever done a customer journey or an employee journey for that matter. So, you know, you can't expect your employees to do something if you don't give them the tools to do it, you know. So, you know, you can't ask a mechanic to build a car if he hasn't got the the actual, you know, plans to build a car, right? Absolutely. Uh, Or a chef to cook a recipe without the recipe. So you need to give the recipe to your employees to actually tell them exactly what you want them to behave, how you want them to behave, how do you want them to talk and feel and be and connect. Um, so that's a big important part of then create looking at the touch points on the customer experience, 
creating some standards so they're becoming your own standards, your own KPIs, KPIs, you know, performances, so you can actually then train your staff and then you can measure on that. So there's really kind of those those steps that you need to go through, which, you know, that's that's what I, how I grew into my business and what I was doing with my clients. Um, and a couple of years ago, I thought, you know, it's a, we only have 100,000 people on the island, so it's um, it's a small island. Yep, yep. It's a beautiful island, really beautiful it, island. It looks but, gorgeous, um, it looks gorgeous. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as, a, as a business owner, I've always thought, how can I grow my business? You know, there's only so much I can potentially do here. Um, and I always had, in the back of my mind, a franchise model. Um, and then one day somebody rang me and said, oh, I love what you're doing. I want to do the same. How can, you know, how can we work together? And I was kind of the beginning of the, the, the franchise setup. So within a few months, really quickly, um, I kind of set up the, the, the model. Um, and now, so I offer now also a franchise opportunity for anybody who has a passion for customer experience, who has a who who really want to help their local businesses to get better and inspire them and giving them the tools because the hardest in business is the start, isn't it? What do I do? How do I do it? Uh, this is just crazy when you think of the amount of time you may have an idea, but starting up, it's really, really tough. So Absolutely. having a franchise model, um, you then giving the tools to somebody else to start up their business just following your model. Um, and I thought, well, if I can make it work on an island, 100,000 people, I can make it work anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I like I mean? that attitude, Claire. <laughs> so, uh, so now, you know, we have, uh, I've got some, um, somebody in Mumbai doing uh, wow. the same thing. Somebody in Morocco who's awesome. kind of taken on. Um, and I'm flying off to the Philippines in, in three weeks' time to kind of look for my new Philippines uh, franchisee out there, which is really exciting. That's incredible, Claire. That's going to be super exciting. It's got to be keeping you very, very busy. But on top of it, <laughs> you, it's got to be awesome, though, to see. And, and you and I chatted about this um, a couple of days ago. But um, it's got to be really cool to see how there's different importance levels or different values that customers have across different cultures. That's something that I'm super, super fascinated in. And I, it's got to be really cool to see the difference of how customers react in Mumbai to the way that they react yeah. in Morocco, to the way that they react in the UK, to the way that they react yeah. in Philippines. That's got to be a cool part of the, of, of the journey that you're on right now. And it is incredible. I mean, I've been very lucky. I've traveled to, to the, those countries uh, in the last few months. And it, the incredible difference in expectations um, it is amazing, you know, um, and so that, that's why the model is, is so powerful because we can give them a, a model to actually follow to run the business. But then once it's in their country, they will adapt it to the needs of the, their country or their customers, what they want first, you know. And so, you know, we're looking at Mumbai and Mumbai, they were they were very, I mean, everybody kind of jumped on on the training side of it. They were just like really, really powerful when I was there. And Hannah, how can you do this? And how do you do that? And so very keen to actually want to know more 
about it, which, you know, for me, that's why I get the buzz, you know, when when people want to know more, oh, yeah. I, can't, I, yep. I can't help myself. I just want to give them more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I'm jealous, by the way, that you're going to be going to Philippines. I spent some time <laughs> recently, Claire, in uh, in Southeast Asia. And man, what an oh. incredible place. I mean, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, Philippines, right? right? These places are just like, they're awesome. And I know that for me, when I came back from that from that journey, I had a such a different sense of uh, feeling and respect and, 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 and admiration around how different the way that the customer interactions worked over there, right? Mm. Like, like, like you go to some of these markets, there's all this aggressive back and forth, you know, like, like it's very different than what we, we, we spent a lot of our time working with our, with these companies we work with on, but like, it was just funny to see the different transactions and the different styles and what's respectful versus unrespectful. And I mean, it's, it's incredible. So I, I, that's something that I want to keep in touch with you on is like, as you continue to open up more of these, these franchises across the globe, what does that different customer path look like or those customer expectations across these different cultures? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated by that. So there'll be another podcast for another one. Got it. We're going to, a few we're months gonna, time. We're going to come back to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to come back to this one in a few months. So, Definitely. Uh, but that's awesome. So, so Claire, I would love to um, – I, I have to ask, ask everybody, with all of these amazing things that you've been doing and all these awesome things that you've been working on, what are, what are some of the, the, the main bits of advice or the key tips that you would have for young upcoming CX and sales and service and startup founders and leaders? What would be the couple things that you would really offer to them to focus on and to, to sort of hone in on while they're on their journeys? Well, okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, the main thing that I'd, I'm, I'm kind of, I'd, I actually want to create a movement about it, Adrian. I'm so, I'm so passionate and I'm so obsessed with it that I want to kind of, you know, let's kind of create a movement of bringing more care into the business. So as a leader, how can you bring more care? How can you actually and really show more compassion, more listening, more receptiveness. How can you bring more care into creating a, a caring service culture into your business? How can you look at the environment and where your people and your customers are going to come in and actually make those environments a more harmonious place so your employees will feel good, so your sickness rate will go down because yep. they'll feel good. So your customers will want to stay in your shop more longer because, you know, they'll feel like they're at home. Yeah. So caring for the environment is so powerful. Um, and then, you know, like we said, caring for your people. So putting your managers and giving them the tools to kind of empower the team, looking at the teams and actually, you know, how simple is it just to go around and shake somebody's hand in the morning and ask them how their dog is or yeah. you know how they're yeah. feeling today. So such small little things can make such a powerful difference for employees when they're there and you know and you want to engage them you want them to to be here not just in body but you want to be there to be engaged so that's how they will perform you know if your employees are happy they will perform an amazing yep. you know with your customers so the culture if for a new for a new leader um it's important to look at the culture their values and how they kind of driving driving those values and leaving and breathing those values throughout the organization, you know, by making 
better, more harmonious environment by generally engaging their people so they really kind of can give that amazing con- emotional connections to their customers. Yeah, I th- I, that's awesome, Claire. I mean, it's it's such a such a major driver in, in building a positive, productive, collaborative culture and environment in general. And again, mm. I think that um, the way that you talk about this internal and external focus points is really important for 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 folks that are listening to the show, right? Like, for if you're going to be a sound business leader, you've got to constantly be thinking about uh, these these two different areas. And and mm. oftentimes, a lot of businesses end up having. Uh, a triangular effect where you've got like you've got you know buyer seller maybe you've got a partner maybe you've got then you've got your internal staff involved so these things can get complex depending on what type of business you have but constantly investing in the folks that are actually taking care of those customers and that business for you is so 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 big it's so mm-hmm. key and uh, and and I love that you know there's there, there's folks like you out there Claire that are are really trying to push this and make sure that people understand how important it is and how it has a direct impact on your bottom line too. It's going to help increase sales too. Well, it, that that's it. There's no even you know. There's no even question of it. It's it, it will. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, direct, if, if you've got happy employees, you'll have happy customers. You'll have happy bottom line. And it's it. just as simple as that. Yep, hundred percent. Yep, I love it. So, Claire, I have a fire round question for you. Don't get alarmed, but I have a fire okay. round question for you. <laughs> All right. So, I love asking folks um, that come on the show. We all have been dealing with customers our whole career, right? Whether it's sales, whether it's service, whether it's CX, whether it's business development. We're all working with customers. We're all having customer interactions every single day, phone calls, in-persons, video chats, you name it, right? Mm. What is one of the most entertaining customer interactions that you've had in your journey? In a good way or in a bad way? I want you to tell us which one you want to share. We like getting both of them. We like hearing the fun ones where things get a little hairy, but we also like hearing you know the cool ones where it was just like a really good story. Whatever, whatever is whatever you like, Claire. Okay, I'll tell you. I come back from we were we've just finished Disney World, uh, so we just finished a year at Disney and Mickey Mouse. And everything that every day, everything that we breathed and lived for a whole year was to smile, to be friendly, to be engaging, yeah. to be part of it and to do this and to do that. And we were like a whole year of, you know, complete mental kind of customer, customer engagement kind right. of brain uh, <laughs> brainwashing kind of things and so we get on the plane with my friend and uh, we arrived in Paris and it was quite a, it was funny enough it was a snowy a snowing morning uh, quite an early start early arrival um, from from the state and we're set at that cafe and we thought we need a bit of caffeine to wake us up until our next plane yeah and we sit in that cafe, we had our luggage, and we ordered two espressos, as you do, you know, to kind of get, get, get us going. And the waiter bring the coffee, threw the coffees on the table, and he says, and that's £2.50, and I hope you have the change, because I haven't at this time of the day. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? What? <laughs> what did you guys even say to that? <laughs> exactly what do you say to that <laughs> it's like thanks thank you thanks man <laughs> unbelievable oh and it was kind of oh it was like 
we, we just looked at each other that we, we couldn't actually say anything. We were, our mouths were dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's one of those what just happened type of moments. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I think that's one of the stories that I kind of never will forget on, on, on that point of view. And so, you know, no matter how big or small or not even – even if the client don't even purchase from you, yep. uh, you know, never, never underestimate your customers. What can they do for you? How yep. can they bring to you every single people, person who walk through your shop, your doors, your website is a potential customer. Absolutely. And you cannot never, ever underestimate whether it's an espresso or whether it's a five meal course, yep. uh, five yep. course meal. You know that's that particular customers is just as important as the other one. Hundred percent, Claire. You're spot on with that, and it's you really do need to get into the habit of treating each and every prospect, or every single potential lead, mm-hmm. as if they are going to literally become your next major client, major customer, Absolutely. major partner, uh, major employee. Right? Even going back to the employee side, if we're talking about talent, and we're talking about trying to get people onto our team. You never know who's going to be that next partner in the future. So Mm. awesome stuff there. Claire, Mm. as we uh, wind down the show, I would love to make sure that I give you an opportunity to talk about uh, any upcoming events, conferences, books, articles. I'd love for you to kind of uh, turn the mic over and share share, share anything you want to talk with the CX Nation about. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So yes, books, uh, Thriving by Caring, which is my, my latest book, which is The Ten Principles, uh, the 10 business leadership principles for exponential growth in awesome. the 21st century, obviously, through a caring service culture. So you can actually nice. find it on, on Amazon, uh, download it as a, um, a, a e-book or a normal book or an audible book, which is quite cool. Um, and it's a, a French girl who's got a bit of the same accent as me that's done it. So it's, it's pretty cool to awesome. have that voice. Yep. So you really feel like, like it's me. Um, <laughs> and if you are in the Philippines, if you are in Manila and you're listening to us, you know, and you are in Manila, um, towards the, the 1st of April, I am actually doing a leadership employee and customer-centric um, seminar. Awesome. So... Yes, come hey, and Claire, you know, have you, have and you see been to Manila me in Manila. Before, or is that the first time to Manila? Yes, I'm oh, so awesome. so excited. I'm starting to connect with a lot of people on LinkedIn, and they've just all been quite amazing. Um, so you know, that's that's quite a, really good, and I'm looking forward to meeting some leaders and actually seeing what are their challenges there. You know, what's you know what are their priorities and. So if you are, yeah, listening from, from the Philippines, just come in and see me on the 1st of April. Perfect. That's huge. That's awesome, Claire. <laughs> well, look, it has been our pleasure having you on the CX Chronicles podcast. Last thing, where can people find you, Claire? I, I, where can people find you and where can no. people find your business? Yeah, so clairebosscott.com, that's where you will find all the stuff that I do in terms of um, leadership program, my caring service culture program, anything to do with speaking or being an author and that kind of things. But if anybody wants to have more details on the franchise, we never know, you know, the yeah. listeners who may just think, wow, you know, I love this girl. I'd love to <laughs> be part of her little bees, yeah. her little queens around the world. Right. Um, check out busyqueenbee.com. And then that's the website where we talk about all the services from mystery shopping to the customer experience and also the franchise opportunities on there as well. 
That's awesome. Well, Claire, look, it has been our pleasure having you on. Uh, awesome oh, hearing your story. You. Awesome hearing about your business. Definitely keep us posted in terms of things that are happening uh, in yes. the future. You and I will certainly continue to chat offline. But again, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been our pleasure having you today. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day, Claire. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. 